Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Underground Treehouse Podcast, a podcast that dis- discusses and reviews music of all genres. I'm one fourth year host Ruben. I am back after Marcos hijacked the last one, but Yo. joining me as always is Marcos. <laughs> What's up with it? Keenan. Hello, hello. And Isaac. What's good? <laughs> And this week, we are going to be reviewing the newest Zach Bryan album, the self-titled Zach yes, Bryan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is the first country artist that we have reviewed. Well, okay. Culture Wall. Yes, we re- we recorded or we reviewed Culture Wall like a year and a half ago. It didn't make my the, boy. It didn't make the interwebs. Yep. But this will be the first one that we're posting. There's been a ton of hype about it. I'm sure if you know, Apple if, went to jail. Tonight. 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 The night we're recording this shit, homegirl sent me a thing was like, hey, dog, check this full out. We see his fucking handsome ass mugshot. We're like, what the hell this brother up to? Apparently, he was beefing with the law and the law won. (laughs) He started mouthing off, bro. Yeah, I had a crack on him. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's fucking hilarious that that shit happened tonight. Like, out of 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 all all nights, nights, bro. Of all nights. It happened just for us, but... (laughs) Anyways, as it goes, before we get into that, we're going to give you our music recommendations of the week as well as our local beer recommendation of the week. This week, it's going to be a whiskey provided by Keenan. Everybody say thank hey. you, Keenan. Thank you, Keenan. Thank you, Cap, thank you, Cap Meister. Woo! But we'll start with the music recommendations. Marcos, what you got? Fuck, man. You just fucking put me on blast. I, I, didn't have um, a, I didn't have anybody in mind. My bad. No, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. I completely forgot. This is a bit that we do, man. Jeez. After we missed low it last week, saying, low key saying, you say shut the door. And I yeah. started looking <laughs> for songs, bro. Say like, shut the door, bro. All right, everyone recommend something right now. On the top of your head, or you're gonna die. <laughs> no, I have one. I have one because they're coming up. I think I was telling you about th- some. I was telling someone about this recently. They're coming up on being one of my favorite like death core, death core hardcore bands. It's ten to the chest. Oh, because of their collab with Two Hundred Stab Wounds. Uh, I think it's Bob, or Peeling Flesh. Peeling Flesh. Peeling Flesh. That's what it is. Yeah, dude, they go hard as shit, man. And they just dropped like a small little EP. Shut the, split the fuck open, hard. Oh my god, hard. It's only eleven minutes, but hard. Oh yeah, and they do have a song with Bob. Single sugar bug That's who it is. Yeah, that's who it is. Because I I mistook it for. Yeah, um, yeah, another band. Yeah, if uh, if you like deathcore or death metal, um, ten to the chest is hard as fuck, man. And they do this thing where it's like the male and the woman vocalist, the male and the female vocalist scream together. It's pretty fucking gnarly. So yeah, they're coming up on being one of like my current favorite bands. My recommendation for the week is going to be an artist who's actually in the same circle as the person we're reviewing today. Ooh. Ooh. None other than Tyler Childers himself. Oh, wow. Who has heard of that guy? Oh, <laughs> 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 just I came here not too long ago. I sold Dolly Sleta. Yeah. Sadio? Yeah. He was not here. I promise you he was not here. He was here. I promise you he was not here. I would have been there. Same <laughs> cap. Same, though. Same, same, same. Big, the Ute. <sighs> the capping twins, bro. <laughs> I'm saying I didn't know he came. Cap number one, saying, cap number two. I would have if he came. That's crazy. <laughs> Stapleton That's was crazy. crazy. Oh, oh, was it? Ooh. All no. of them, bro. All of them come to your everyone once a week. Except Zach Bryan, he passed right by us. True God. hater, bro. Damn, I'm get arrested they again. caught him on the freeway, bro. <laughs> <laughs> on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> White House Road. What's up? Never mind. Continue. <laughs> what was the song? White House Road. 
No. Okay, go ahead. No. <laughs> so, um, you know, Tyler Chillers, if you're familiar with him, sounds just like Zach Bryan. If you're not, check it out. I would say Very, he's a little more. He's a little more twang. Gutter. A little more twang. A little, little more, more twang, but a little more rougher on the edges, maybe? Yeah. And that's what I, I think that's what I like about him because, like, this dude has, you know, he's like a drug addict yeah. and not an alcoholic. Yeah. And it's cool because you hear all about it in his songs. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just very good. So if you're even if you're not a fan of like this folk style like country sound, it's still something there's something for everybody that this man, you know, he it's whether it be his sound, uh the lyrical, the lyrical content, the instruments, like there's something for you to pull from this dude. Um an album I would recommend is Live on Red Barn Radio One and Two. Even if you're not a fan of the style of music, there's something on this album that that you're gonna love. But uh Tyler Childers, check it out. Hello, hello. Ooh. So, today, I have two. Uh-huh. Uh, one is just pretty much, if you're into the shit that we're going to be reviewing, then I think you'll be into this guy. Uh, Ruben said it at the top of the bill, but uh, it goes to be repeated. Motherfucking Coulter Wall, mm. he has a song called The Devil Wears a Suit and Tie off of Imaginary Appalachia. And yeah, that song is fucking amazing. If you like Zach Bryan, I think you will like that. But if you just want what I've been listening to lately, shout out my boy Ruben, shake my hand. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking River Tiber Acid Test. Oh, Holy 100%. guacamole. I can't show you the way. I can't show you. You want a song that'll rock your boots and make you loose? That's the one. You want a song that'll shake your hips until you can't quit? That's the one. Damn. Keep going. You want a song that'll (laughs) freak your mind and break your spine? (laughs) Motherfucking acid test by River Tiber. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, this got to be one of the smoothest white boys I've ever heard in my goddamn life. He is just very, very talented. I'm sorry for uh, getting all loud and excited. I just got a little loud and excited for my boy, this River. Is, this That's, is what he does to you, bro. It, it, Moan. It be what it be. River is really good. <laughs> and I'm a big fan. So, My recommendation of the week is going to be somebody who's kind of on the same lines as River Tiber, but a little bit more accessible. I mean, you know, River Tiber's a shit, but he's a little... A little out there. Eccentric. It, very eccentric. Is it Mac Ayers? <laughs> <laughs> for the seventh podcast. Yeah, for real. You know him. what? I am not a huge fan of his newest album, and I'm sad to admit. Big cap. I swear to God. It's like fucking an hour and 15, 20 minutes. It's long as shit. Uh, you know, no bad tracks, but a lot of mid tracks. He has some great tracks on it. You know, shout out Mac Ayers. I still love you, but new album wasn't quite what i wanted but that's all right please subscribe because we just gave you a mini breakdown of a fucking album so you're welcome ladies and gentlemen. yeah there you go shout out you're welcome mac ayers for the free publicity <laughs> <No>. <laughs> for the next 10 listeners you just got <laughs> no i can't show you the way <laughs> nah who i'm talking about today is puma blue he came out with a new album called holy waters okay okay and um I don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like, you know how Massive Attack is like that trip-hop electronic shit? 
this is like live instrumentation trip hop. It's kind of a weird thing to say, but um, it's very down tempo. It's very groovy, very sultry, but it's all live instrumentation. And there's like a cool jazz twist to it. Hmm. Uh, and Puma Blue's a shit. He's one of the dopest vocalists. His voice is like very androgynous. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, I would agree with that because it's it, it sounds so smooth. But yeah, I could see how mm-hmm. it could be perceived as a as a more feminine yeah sounding voice only because of how smooth it is exactly you know what i mean because of how fucking slick and fucking ooh baby girl you know what I'm yeah saying? Like, oh 100 percent. yeah 100 yeah, yeah. and that's exactly what this album is this this entire album is very like it's very dark lit smoky sounding but it just has that nice perfect curved edge or curved edge i love it you know what a curved edge you know what yeah, let's say that. We'll Bro, go with this that. shit sharp like a karambit <laughs> with that curved edge. I'm going to trust you on that because I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> if I if I had to give you two introductory tracks to this album, I would say track number three, Oh the Blood, and number four, right after it, Hounds. Those two are fucking amazing. I love it. This is. I'm really interested to see in where this album's going to hit for my uh, end of year list. It's high up now. I mean, we'll we'll see if it stays there. I mean, we we've we've got a couple big hitters coming at the end, uh, but this one's amazing. It's something I've been listening to a lot, and I think you should too. I agree. I agree. Uh, also, check out uh, Moon Underwater. Yes, that's one of the very first tracks that I. I was, I was just about to say I have this song in my liked songs. Apparently. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> sure. that yes, one's sir. a lot more like burnt, burnt. Like very like it has like a bluesy kind of like right. sound to the jazz. Yeah, it's probably what caught me then probably that that was definitely one of the songs that put me onto him that's same that was that was like his big hit for me yep exactly. i have this like terrible thing where i just go in and like like a bunch of songs and then don't listen to whatever else they put out <laughs> unless i just like really overplay that song and yeah. say like, okay i like this you're just stuck on the one song i'm just stuck on that one song i'm, not, I'm that way too you I'm are okay yeah. it's hard though dude if you it find is. a banger like what the fuck it is all right this is you, Keenan? Oh, you, you, you supplied us with the good shit tonight. What, what, Get up what? that Pacifico, baby! <laughs> hey, hey, this Pacifico is kind of hitting with uh, this. Yeah, though. you had the, you got the last one, pussy boy. Now this is Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Dr. Pepper. <Doctor. laughs> <laughs> bro, what, what, what'd you? You drank all the Blue Moon last week. Yo, yeah, bro, me you and did. Blue, yeah, uh-huh. me and Blue Moon have a special connection that y'all do not understand, bro. I fucked those bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he dropped all of them in the kitchen? Isaac wasn't even there. He fucking walks in the kitchen like, damn, how the fuck did you do that? Because uh. he was sweeping. <laughs> yeah, because he was sweeping. <laughs> He's like, how'd you get it over there? That's fucked oh, up. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, what would you? <laughs> what a <laughs> blunder. Yeah. Well, what'd you get for us to sip on tonight? All right, so our drink this uh, this week is brought to you by Ponderosa Whiskey Co. Mm-hmm. Taos Made, the Sidewinder 4.2 Whiskey, handcrafted mm. in New Mexico. Sunset Smooth, small batch. Jesus. Man, right here, handcrafted with northern New Mexico rye, aged bourbon, and pure Taos Mountain water from the Sangre de Cristos. This Jesus. bottle embodies the soul of the Southwest and is a celebration of the intrepid spirit within all of us. Best served Whoa. cold and shared with friends outside. Halle. <laughs> so what I yeah, did was I just, uh, I made us some quick little uh, old fashions, boys. What do we think? Oh, no, Not too was- bad. 
tremendous. It was amazing. She was ass. Damn. I mean, I mean, tough shout, crowd. Shout, yeah, tough crowd. No, nah, they're crowd. good. Tough you crowd. can fucking even barely taste the fucking uh, whiskey. I don't know if that's because of that or how good he makes it, but it was pretty good. No, me. no, Ke- Keenan's a fucking master class. He's a he's a world <laughs> class a professional uh, cock. mixologist. Mixologist, yes, Wait, cock like, mixer. I mean, mixologist. Go. Oh, yup, mm. yup. So I mean, we we tried it straight up. It was very smooth. Oh, I have it. Let me take a fucking shot of oh, that right go. now, bro. Let's right all here. just take a shot. Yo, right here, right live, here. bro. Right, we'll in person, right, right here, bro. No, give me a fucking shot first. I haven't tasted that shit, bitch. Wait, let, let it pop. Let it pop. Yeah. That was nice. Beautiful. Was very nice. ASMR. Very ASMR. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Y'all hear that? <laughs> oh, beautiful. Everybody has three clicks. <laughs> going on at the same time. <laughs> All right, what do we think, Marcos? Oh, yeah. He's chugging it. He took a fat swig. <laughs> he, he made the face that you make when your cat looks at you in, <laughs> yeah. in total disgust. When you're turning into you? a werewolf. Like water. <laughs> like house water. Oh. You know what? We were talking about it before. It does have like a slight cinnamon. Like Just a little bit. Cinnamon or like turmeric? I'm not sure. There's a very interesting spice note at the it's end. The, it's the probably nice. the rye. It might might just be the rye. But, but either way, I mean, that chilled over ice is gonna be good in a mixed drink. Very good. Um, again, Ponderosa Whiskey Co. Taos made. Uh, I got this from Total Wine. I know they have it at other uh, uh at all the other local liquor stores like Kelly's. Um, what was it? I think I saw it at Jubilation. Oh, nice. Um, wherever you can find it. I know it's kind of hard because, uh, we're not really known for our whiskey and bourbon, but mm. this was pretty good. Yeah. And it's only what? 20 bucks? 29 bucks? Yeah. It was like 29 bucks. 29 bucks. It, it's a great, it's a great price. You're supporting local and it's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's a great drinking whiskey. Yeah, it, 80 proof. It it's smooth. 100%. I'm drunk as fuck right now, boys. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. all we want. All right. Mr. Zach Bryan. Zach yeah. Bryan. Th- th- this album is Brian been... Zach. You know how, why Brian you have to be Zach. to have first two, two first, first names? <laughs> Bro, yep. And then to to self-title your album after exactly. your own name? Yep. That, After your two first names? After this trash ass album? That's crazy. Oh, yeah, but you're capping, sh- don't lie. That's yeah, Cap Capperson. Capperson. Yeah, that's Cap Capperson over there. Cap Capernus Prime. <laughs> Jesus Christ, my bad. Oh, you should have hey, heard he spells this. His, he spells Brian with a Y, though, so he a little spicy, I guess. He, he got a little know. twang on that. A little, a little twang. A little twang. Well, I mean, know. he's a little outlaw, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you should have spelled it with the E Y or E I or I E. Brand, it's spelled with hieroglyphics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bold G- move for what his third album, fourth album. I believe it's his third, something like that. He, I mean, he's deep. He's deep in the game at this point. You know, he's. I don't think he's really on like Chris Stapleton level, but he's like one of those like ascending stars. Oh yeah, of course. And he just dropped fifth album. Oh my god. Well, I mean, you know. Um, nonetheless, though, he's still, he's still making moves. He's still fucking making sales. I mean, this thing has been topping charts ever since it dropped. Oh, yeah. Um, Bro, you I, got justified arrogance posting about it. And that I dude's know. like, that dude's picky. Oh, of <laughs> Not course. even picky. That dude's an asshole with his music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for him to be, and that's the thing, too, is he's reaching a lot of different 
listeners. Demos, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a ton of people who are appreciating this album. Th- is this all of our first uh, time listening to him? Has anybody? Yeah, this is my first time listening. This to is him. mine too. I avoided it. No, oh. I've, I've heard him before. Mm, okay. <sighs> me Let as me well. Say the words, bro. Only one song though. Leaving. Something in the orange. Something, yeah. Something in the orange. That song's super fire. My friend put me on that song. The live version, especially with the strings. Yup. So good. So good. Also, shout out Pondy. Pondy saw that full live. What? Yeah. And I'll, and then sent us a bunch of videos. And then I was like, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. I, like, I, like oh, no idea. not like realizing Damn. who it was or like, you know, like the talent that was being, you know, <laughs> Uh, broadcast yeah, to us, brought you know? to us. Yeah, so she was on this shit before we were. A hundred percent. So I kind of feel bad about that, but now we know something in the orange fires. Fuck the live version, but the super version kind of sweet too. But that's it. Nothing else. See, and then spoiler. Tell me. Being a big fan of the Lumineers. Yes, uh, sir. They, he's he's always popped up. He's always popped up. Really, so, really. Oh yeah. So like that whole like folk style. Yeah. I mean, even in you know, spoiler, even in the song where the Lumineers were featured, I right. mean, you can tell like their their tone, like Zach Bryan's tone is a little deeper than the Lumineers, but like their delivery is literally the same and their sound is the same. Because mm. so he's Lum- matching their like their energy, so to speak. Would you say? Uh, no, or they already say, have the same energy. They have the same energy. Did you say they have the same energy? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they you say, say they have the same energy? Because, I mean, the, <laughs> the Lumineers are definitely, like, um, a little more um, poppy now. A little more that, radio see, pop that's now. that's what I was going to say. But I, early, I, I don't get that vibe. But early me. Lumineers, they're still not as twang, but they're, they're definitely more folky. They're okay. Folk. They're, they're earlier stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This okay. is all folk. Yes, thank you. This is thank you for full. saying that because I don't. If he didn't have like such a twang in his voice, this this would not, in my opinion, be considered country. This See, would just be straight up folk. So again, there's like two songs on this that would be considered like no, like, true like blue country, country, country like bluegrass, because of, yeah. because like of the bluegrass, because oh, because of, uh, of his vocals. No, because of the twang like and the, the, twang. In, in the and the harmonica because and, it yeah. has like that like no, like but, that but you know yeah. you know there's like trumpets and horns and fucking like no, no, no. tractor sounds and fucking country songs and, and frog noises yeah. and shit. Bullfrog, Alaskan what do you say Alaskan bullfrogs yeah, Alaskan, Alaskan bullfrogs bull well, I'm over exaggerating <laughs> but you know what I mean like it's really overemphasized and exaggerated when it comes to like your typical mainstream country song right I don't hear that anything on any song of this I know what you mean though um and it could be probably considered. But it's only on right. the uh, like okay. one or yeah, two. Just very, yeah, just very, very, very yeah. subtle, and it's and it's not used so in abundance like so that, and that's what I like about it. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy because um, like before we started this, I was saying like people consider him like in the outlaw country genre, right? Um, and I could say the same for like Tyler Childers and Coulter Wall, because except for his new album, because because what's crazy <laughs> is like everybody. Everybody say that they're doing it untraditionally, and because they're doing it untraditionally, and they're taking like this, you know, this different route than like what normal country sound, you know, country artists sound like. Uh, that's why they're labeling them as like the outlaw country, right? And then of course, like with the things that they're saying, I think saying, it's just innovation, man. It, it is. It it's is just innovation. Yeah. It's just the genre changing up to fit modern standards. I mean, exactly. But still, like you said, it's still not as like radio country. Is like the Chris Stapleton. Oh yeah, and the fucking Jason Aldeans and shit. Mm-hmm. But 
mean, I, I would I mean, prefer people this. People still like it. Yeah, I prefer I this prefer too, this. for sure. Do mm-hmm. you guys know any of the of the featured artists, the women? Besides, obviously, not the Lumineers. Casey? Casey I, Musgraves? Yeah, Casey Musgraves. I don't know, who, I don't know Musgraves. who she is either. And then the Warren Treaty. I didn't know Warren them. G? <laughs> Warren G? No, did you, did you really say Bomb. that? <laughs> no, uh, the War and oh, Regulate the War and Treaty. Fucking hard Yo, that's baby. How, <laughs> that's how close, though. The War and Treaty? If the you war say and it, treaty, save it seven times fast. I'm not Warren G. Warren G. <laughs> yeah, Warren Treaty, Warren G. Warren G. <laughs> yeah. Dude, literally, I thought that's what you said, bro. No, I didn't hear about them. You know what's cool about them? It's a um, husband wife. Yes, that's cool as fuck. Yes. I've never heard of them before this, but yeah, no, I did not know about them before this album. Well, are they other? Are they also country artists too? The other features on this, the Lumineers obviously ain't, but. Yeah, the Lumineers are more folk, but Casey Musgrave definitely is. I didn't know uh, Sierra Pharrell. Sierra Pharrell. I wasn't too familiar with her. I also didn't just look her up. She might be in something that I might be familiar with. Mm-hmm. But um, and then the War and Treaty are their own thing. Okay, yeah, because yeah. every feature on this fucking album fucking slapped, man. True. I agree. Especially True. the women uh, vocal vocalists or the singers. Oh, 100%. I agree. Probably some of my favorite tracks, to be honest. Is yeah, I, I mean, even, even the husband from War and Treaty. Oh, dude, bro, that brother sings with so much soul. Bro, like, <laughs> when we get to it, we'll get to it. Oh, but man. I have it in my notes. Like, this man fucking sings his ass off. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, yeah, we're, we're going to have to definitely mention that. I do want to start. That's actually, a, it's crazy that you mentioned that because the first song I wanted to talk about myself was the first song that Isaac showed me was I Remember Everything. And I remember listening, I Remember Everything. When you showed me that song, I swear to God, what did I tell you? The whole time I was listening to it, I was like, this dude reminds me of Gregory Allen Isikoff. That's all I heard in his voice. Yes. Yeah. And, I, and Gregory Allen Isikoff is one of the biggest folk artists out right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that song immediately piqued my interest. That song was super sick. And that one features Casey Musgrave. And it, funny enough, uh, so the first single that I listened, um, that I heard was The Lumineers. Mm. But then besides that one, this was the first song that... I gravitated towards. Yeah, this is the first song that that pulled me into this album. I remember everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, bro, if you can get Casey on anything, hell yeah. <sighs> but Fuck, dude, just the song itself and what it's about. Oh, it's oh fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's one of the most raw and like no pun intended gut wrenching gut wrenching mm. <laughs> rock gut whiskey gonna ease my mind <laughs> it's it's just one of the most um honest depictions of you know i guess heartbreak right they i've ever heard in my life they in a way that isn't toxic but mm-hmm. that describes toxicity the first lines in motherfucking Casey Musgraves fucking verse is you're drinking everything to ease your mind but when the hell are you gonna ease mine and previously in the song before he zach had mentioned he had said like you know i'm i'm drinking whiskey to ease my mind you know so yeah. so and like the fact that rot good rot gut whiskey gonna ease my mind is the first lyric he says and then her first lyric and is then to reference that there is her. a reference to that like it just, they play off each other so well like lyrically and like harmoniously like their sounds just 
they're like a they're like a double helix, bro. Like <laughs> they just go together perfectly. You know what? I do love like how you were saying uh, his songwriting. We'll get to that poem, the the very first track, the Fear yeah, and Fridays. Yeah, we have to talk about that song. He, talk about it. Yeah. Oh, we will. He's he's just such a wordsmith, dude. And l- like you said, he's very very on the nose, direct. He tells you how it is. He tells you how it is. While also being able to maintain like, like the double-edged sword of like, there's probably a deeper meaning to whatever he's saying, but let's say you're a casual listener, you can relate the fuck out of what he's saying Mm -hmm. just on surface level, first view, whatever, whatever, or first listen, whatever, whatever. Like he has mastered the art of being himself. You know what I mean? And and saying his emotions up front and having everybody know, like, this is me. This is who I am. You know what I mean? Like, in the, like th- this is the blood that I bleed and it's warm and it's Oklahoma blood. <laughs> and it's fucking messy, bro. And that's who I am. I'm a messy, bloody motherfucker, bro. He's a storyteller. He's a motherfucking yeah. storyteller. Story and what's, and yes. what's easy, what makes him easy to listen to is his tone. You know, because yeah. he's not over the top country. He's not, you know, he he doesn't have a crazy accent. Like he doesn't. It sounds like he's not trying hard. Like I feel like most country artists like try really hard to like have that sound. And he's literally just like, he's just talking into the mic. Yeah, he's, he's just he's himself. Yeah, and, I I also give credit to the sound production, man. It's so smooth, soothing, soothing. Oh man. yeah. Oh, yeah. At times it feels like it's a it's a. It's a gospel in a way, you know. I, I do think there is some. Yes, there's a I gospel 100% element agree. for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of heartfelt songs that are almost a religious experience. Yeah, dude, and perfectly a uh, religious experience, perfectly. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, again, like the storytelling, it just makes it so easy to take in his uh, his songs throughout the album. Nothing is a mistake on this album. You know what I mean? Nothing is. <laughs> yeah. Everything is so perfectly planned out. It's bro, this is like some dark souls. Oh, bro. It's a good album, perfectly. But am I overgassing it? Just because of the length for it? No, I I do think the length is an issue too. Because at, towards the end, there's a couple tracks that it's kind of like, dude, yeah. yeah, they bleed together for sure. But or no buts. But you have a good point just, though. You have yes. a solid, solid, solid point. It's just like. I'm I'm really torn actually because when I listen to this album and I've only listened to it three times, it goes it goes by quick, bro. It goes by so quick you hardly even notice it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I think there's a, like Ruben said, man. There's a lot of tracks that just like they sound very too too much alike, man. Too much fucking alike. Yeah, I agree, especially at like the second half. I yeah. think the second half of the album. When he starts like recycling things, like and harmonies, topics. even even the harmonies during the hooks kind of yeah. sound alike. Yeah, it's like ah oh, man, I remember uh, for Oklahoma Sun, like the beginning chords sound exactly like the first poem, Fear and Fridays. Yeah, and I was like, is he just kind of like playing off of the but song? But he has like, to, right, because of that song. I would and, imagine. And the so then it like goes, it's like a full circle moment. First track, last track. Yes. Yeah, I, that's I, how I like it. the first that, track okay, is like. Yeah. His fears and his this and that, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then Oklahoma Sun, like 
him like reasserting himself and like this is who I am, you know what I right. mean? And then, like he's yeah, more that's confident true. Yeah. and reassuring. Mm-hmm. See, and it could I, be it, yeah. I got the the songs that I wasn't eh, I was iffy about were mm-hmm. more towards like the middle. Oh, which so ones? I, I like the beginning and I like the end. So which ones were which ones are you feeling iffy about? Um Better not say Long Island. I'll kill you right now. (laughs) No. uh, What's this karambit? Ticking. Oh, I like ticking. I like ticking too. No, ticking. um, But but, but I get it. I get it. Ticking. Holy Roller. Um, (sighs) Oh, yeah. I love Holy Roller. Holy Roller is good. I love Holy Roller. Yeah, Holy Roller is fucking good. You're tripping, bro. Damn. Nah. And then, (laughs) nah. And and then other than that, um, one song at the end, uh, Tradesman. Yeah, Tradesman was a throwaway for me. We we could have 100% done without Tradesman, I yeah. think. But um, but I love the sentiment of Tradesman. Yeah. Ain't no one give a fuck about no sentimental shit. Is that this whole album? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad, bro. No one give a fuck ass. about the Bible? <laughs> Unless you like Jesus or true, whatever. True. Uh, We're a non-religious <laughs> podcast, FYI. <laughs> in, 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 in a full cohesiveness... It gets repetitive. Right. But in a single song viewing, each one of these songs could like go has on, quality g- content can to it. Live on and have their own life mm-hmm. because of how good the song structure, the lyrics, and the present the presentation of those lyrics, you know what yeah. I mean? His yeah. vocals like are on those. Like I think all the songs on here can have it their own lives outside of the album. Yeah, and I think it's kind of crazy that you don't like Holy Roller because I fucking love that song. You know what's funny? I know you're gonna get this real quick. So I saw the feature. I've never heard of her before. Sierra Farrell. Mm-hmm. You know what I thought it was at first? Who? Sierra Fellers. That's hilarious. And I was like, <laughs> Sierra Fellers. What the hell is he doing on this? For context, he's like some old ass like zero skater from like yeah, back from, in like, the day, he, like young Circa. Circa. <laughs> yes, dude. He's on Circa. And I was like the hell sierra feller's doing on this but i just completely that's misread so it. funny and you know what i saw a lot of people trashing this feature because she didn't get apparently you know the, the what according to the streets she is the best feature on this Ooh. and they were mad because she didn't get her own verse yeah she's the one that sings along with him right yeah it, it's which just, is fucking that's what i'm saying give me another one <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought her feature was amazing, and yeah, them dude. just and them just harmonizing off of each other. I thought that was great. Uh, I don't know if I'm just not in tune with the culture. I don't know if I'm just out of touch. But I thought this was a wonderful feature. Fucking incels, bruh. God damn. I, I bruh. think I think people just are so they they, they want to be like like overdosed with you shit. Can't, you know what you I mean? Can't, you can't yeah. please everyone, dog. Yeah, you yeah, can't please yeah. everybody. I guarantee you those fuckers just wanted a fucking 10-minute track of her. Yeah. Like, bitch, go yeah, listen true. to her album if you fucking <laughs> want her shit so much. And then true, if true. that shit wasn't good, they'd be like, well, she didn't fucking gave her her fucking track. Exactly. Fucking trash, dog. Exactly. Shut up, bro. I no, I'm sorry, Keenan. I gotta disagree. That Holy dude, Roller is one of the greatest yeah, songs on this it is. album. The, dude, the first four bars. The first dude, four bars, tell them. Dude, oh. Oh my God. my God! I never been a holy roller, but I found God in your eyes. The greens and browns remind me of a mountainside. All Isaac, the days it all had to come. Go say that and to and some he chick says at the that bar, for bro. Five minutes. Dripping wet. Dripping wet. What's your point? Says it for 
What's your point? Five minutes. Because it bears repeating. Okay. <laughs> because it bears repeating. No, it does not, dog. What did Marcos just say? He said, go tell that to some girl in a bar. I get you, I go tell that to some girl in a bar. She's going to punch me in my face. Yeah. But she's going to swoon a little before. <laughs> yeah. She's going to blush a little After before five she minutes, fucking clock She's going to go home that night and think about what the fuck he told her. And be like, damn, I shouldn't have fucking called the cops on that phone. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, exactly, she's going to hold bro. that crampy to my throat. And I'm going to be like, baby, you're, I'm just a holy roller. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I, I think it was like the repetitiveness of this song. Like, literally, it was like just those two verses like over and over and over. They do no, it, 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 does it for repeat. five and a half minutes. It was a long song. It's kind of a cunty song. And so that's why I was like, okay. It's three minutes. On. Get the fuck out of here. It's three minutes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we listen to hardcore music here, dog. It's a fucking a song. is at least a minute than 30 seconds, I'm over it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Uh, it, it was the repetitiveness then. And it's just like. I agree with Maybe, that. like, okay, yeah, I can't go wrong without the first, like, four verses, like you said, but... I guarantee you, tell that you're good right now, bro, she will float into the air with fucking hearts surrounding her. She'll be like, head. come here, come home right now, bro. Yeah. Come yeah, home right, right now. And the fucking podcast. Yeah. So... And to think that she was the best feature is crazy. I know. Yeah, no, That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know if that's true or not. Like, to me... Shit, we can talk about best features. I mean, Casey's up there. To me, she's second, bro. Only behind the Warren Treaty. Yeah, Warren Treaty and Casey Musgraves are the best features. I I'd give Luminaire a third cap. Yeah. Luminaire's was great. I thought that was a great song yeah. too. But I mean, a little bias. I they're like my second favorite. No, I don't. I don't blame you Who's for that. First, what was that? Who's your first? Casey. Casey. Oh, your first Fuck, Casey. Yeah. Casey. Nice. Yeah, I'd say Casey, War, and then Lou. Luminaire's. No. You guys want to get to the war, the war and treaty? Hey, driver. Woo. God damn, dude. Good googly moogly. Oh my god, this song is just so. I guess the war and treaty is more of like a blues soul kind of group, and yeah. it, it translates really well to this song. This song is just full of fucking soul, bro, and so much passion in this. And it's dope that it's just cool as fuck that they're a, a husband and wife duo. Like it, I don't know. It's just I, I don't know if it's just my it's mind. Romantic. No, it it, yeah, it adds it, to the authenticity of the song. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Am I going crazy or does that actually add to the music? Like I feel like it does. <laughs> I mean, you could be like Kanye and Kim, and Kim could be on Drake's track, and Kanye could be over here fucking. Scoopity whoopity boop. Scoopity whoopity No, I mean especially to like their view, their verses, because their mm-hmm. verses are so like cutesy and just so like. um cozy yeah i mean literally their first verse together is so take me down a road that's a little bit windy and the way mm-hmm. he fucking says it oh, so dude. powerful and then of course to a place that they still put sugar in their iced tea and like the way Ooh. the way they just deliver it like it's just so cozy yeah and then it does there is like a little cute factor that they are husband and wife yeah just to like go alongside with it take me down to a road that's windy where they still put sugar in their eyes to you mm-hmm. like not only is that a fucking hard ass bar but that that is americana bro <laughs> that is true that is the heart and soul of the american south bro like mm-hmm. And I'm from fucking New Mexico. What the fuck do I know about the South? Not, not a goddamn thing, but I know that that's real shit. And they're not even and from the And the way South, he says bro. it is real shit. He's True. from the Great Plains of Oklahoma. He's, he's from them flat-ass lands, bro. <laughs> yeah, he is. What's perfect is Zach Bryan's like, soft, subtle voice coming in right after that. 
true dude Bro, they're, so they're, like, yeah so he so the um it's mike trotter and tanya trotter so true. once their once their chorus is done zach just comes in on the guitar he's just plucking away mm-hmm. and then he just comes in with this soft subtle tone and it's just like perfect because after they just belted it out for two minutes he comes in and it's just like all right see yeah. he kills it he kills it and then mike re comes back he in? comes back in dude Mike at 240 just sings with his whole ass heart. Super passionate. Love the hook. Like he the way he sings at 240, like you can hear it. Like the like the like like the gravel. The gravel like the, in his yeah. voice, bro. You can hear the dirt road in his voice <laughs> with the tires, you know what I mean? Going and just uh just you could smell the fucking the the wet dew of on the grass and the fucking you could feel the mosquito land on you and you gotta go <laughs> you know what I'm saying like just I don't know this 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 whole album is so visceral and in in a way that I haven't experienced because normally when I listen to visceral albums it's terrible awful evil depressing fucking shit depressing yeah. I mean and this is pretty depressing but. Like this shit made me sad in a in a homegrown way, not in a not in a you know dystopian fucking neo depression way. You know this made me feel like a human, like a man. You know mm-hmm. this shit made me feel like a man, literally. You know because this whole album is a man telling his truths and his faults with the type of bravery that you really never see in music unless it's something a little more avant-garde so something that's so accessible while also being so vulnerable and having the balls to say it in such a poetic way is just uh very nice and pleasing to the ears so thank you motherfucking zach bryan get out of it free zach bryan that's <laughs> my boy free that fool he's already free he was just on twitter oh shot. He, he tweeted that shit immediately <laughs> that could have been his people's that could have been his anr i don't know <laughs> shout out zach uh, so we we've already gassed it up before we've already we before we've even talked about it. But the first track, Fear and Fridays. So the poem version. The poem. So this is weird. This is weird, right? It's very weird. Very bold. This is like yeah. So the the poem itself is very weird. But the one, two, three, four, five, six. The sixth track is also called Fear and Fridays. But they don't have like any correlation Mm-mm. in terms of themes. And in terms of sound. So, to start it off, Fear and Friday is the poem, first track on the album. Holy shit, dude. That sounds like an intro, though. It is like an intro. I don't it's, think it's like a song. I think it's an intro. I don't know. why well, it is a poem. Well, it, but it's, it, it's a poem, and I really don't know how it's a poem, so to speak. But, like, I, I can see why you think it is an intro, because there is no, It's like, spoken word. It's just it, him. Yeah, there it is go. spoken, spoken word. Spoken yeah. word. Yes. Yeah. Which is very bold because you call him folk, country, whatever you want to call him. Like, for anyone to start off their album like this who usually doesn't do this, it's pretty bold. Yeah. What do you mean? It it happens in hip hop all the time. That's how they start off their album. Yeah, that's hip hop. That's not this style of music. I can't listen enough to country to. (laughs) So, in this style of music, like, it's, it's pretty bold to start off your album, you know. With the cold cut? With straight up, yeah. It kind of like makes sense. So word. listening to the rest of the album kind of makes sense. It, Lyrically, it, yes. 
Exactly. Lyrically, a hundred percent. And sound wise. Well, because no other song sounds like this. Yeah, like what? like very spoken what? word, very, very spoken not spoken, back not, and... not not vocals, sound. Mm. Oh, because it is just acoustic. Because it's just an acoustic much, guitar. Yeah, yeah I, I I see that. Yeah, there there's some songs. I think. Um, are, yeah. Yeah, so, I, so I mean that proves his point, right? Yeah, but, yeah, not, but like not smaller the spoken acts. word. Yeah, not the spoken word. Not yeah. the spoken word. Smaller acts is just an acoustic. Yeah. Track yeah. too, you know, with with uh with the uh, bullfrog. That's what we're assuming is in the background. Alaskan? An Alaskan one, as some might, you know, guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, uh, you know what? I, am I off for saying this shouldn't have been the intro? I think the second track, Overtime, should have been the yeah, intro. I think, yeah, you're off. I think this is this is a perfect mm. intro. I don't know. I don't know. This is a perfect intro. Really? I, I think, think so. I, do. Yeah. I think just because it sets, it sets such a, like, because this song is very powerful, very heartfelt. And I, not that we didn't get that throughout the album, but like you were saying, sound-wise, I was, I was expecting something a little bit more along those lines. A little more stripped back? A little bit more stripped back, yeah. But, and I think this would have been a good middle track to kind of break up. Some of the monotony see, of yeah. like the same Z sound. Because it's so different from everything like else. That's why it's bold to like start skit, off yeah. your album like this. Y- yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's not bold. I 100% agree, but... I'm not sure if I fully agree with it being the only reason why intro, I would disagree intro. is that it is such a fucking heater mm-hmm. off the bat, right? Like a first impression is everything, right? Yeah, true, true. And when you start off an album with something this good, I, I kind of don't see how you can go wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like I this song touches on so many themes in such a like bite-sized way like such a a consumer friendly way that it kind of braces you for the heavier themes when he delves deeper into the other tracks now getting on to the actual track fear and fridays six tracks. fuck that song <laughs> no that song's amazing song's i fucking right. love this song why is it called that then why is it called that so why, why did he call it that if he didn't want people to compare it to one of the best songs that I've ever heard in my life. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Well, I don't, I don't if know. It, if it was I don't the answer, fucking Sway, I don't know. Kentucky Fried Cornbread, I'd be like, all right, this song's fire. But no, he named it Fear and Fridays, and Fear and Fridays was already a great song. Boom, right. whatever. So, like, why the fuck would you do that? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I think the song Fear and Fridays is so good on its own that it kind of doesn't matter, but I don't fault anybody for thinking that you know the correlation doesn't fit therefore the song is bad cuz i don't i can't imagine anybody thinking the poem is bad you know i, I can't i i mean maybe there's somebody out there but their like, ears are put on backwards mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh i i i love fear and fridays but yeah i i just don't understand the correlation because the first poem the the first track the poem is like making a comparison about fear and Fridays and the whole song is kind of rooted in that comparison. And also like, like you said, it's, it's a synopsis. How do you synopsis. say it? Synopsis. 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 I always forget if the P comes first or the N, but 
Uh, it, it's basically like a big roundup of what the album is going to give you, as you guys have said. Uh, but it also has like a very soulin acoustic, you know, stripped back sound to it. Whereas Fear and Fridays has this fucking blaring harmonica going in. Yep. It sounds like something that would be ch- playing on like a jukebox. You know what I mean? Like very, very Western. This one is very outlaw to me too. Not get, too, but not not to be weird, but like I get super big folk vibes. I get like old like Mumford and Son vibes, like in a good way though. Yeah, like super Mumford and Son, like like that. Like I, I I don't know how to explain it, but just that real folky old school sound that they were like really good at crafting before mm-hmm. you know they decided to go like a more popish route. Like yeah, they 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 had that grime to them, and this is very grimy in that way. It, it but it's grimy in like a super fun bouncy way. You know what I mean? Like, like yes. th- this is a song you play and everybody's fucking line dancing. Everybody's having a good ass time to this. True, you know? but it's sad oh, as fuck too. Yeah. That's what I love about it. It's it very sad. sad as fuck. <laughs> What's the line? What's the line about his girl and only liking him when Bro, the sun's down? you only love me like you mean it when it's after dark? Sneaky link, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> she only hits him up when it's fucking after dark. <laughs> Damn. Fuck, dude. Not Zach Bryan being a <laughs> sneaky link. Yeah. Oh, this man's grimy. I don't know if you all know about the Zach Bryan lore, but this this dude is. He's toxic, he, too. He's a dog. Just, I, I, I do agree with Ruben. This song is up there. This song is so good. Again, we get another look into this man's life and heartbreak again. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that line probably hits harder than. It hits just as hard as the, the line that you said from the Casey Musgrove song. The, um. Been drinking whiskey to ease your mind, but when you gonna ease mine? Yep, this one yeah. hits just as hard. It's gut wrecking. It fucking hurts. Yeah, and so everything he says is so palpable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, you know, I do want to go to if if we're talking about you know very uh very heart wrenching songs. Oh, oh yep. This Poems. might be my favorite one on the whole album. Is summertime's Poems. summertime's close. Oh. Although you say Jake's piano. Oh, baby. No, we'll get to that one too. But okay, okay, okay. Summertime's Close. I fucking love this song. So this the song harmonica up front. Oh, God. And that Damn. powerful ass hook, bro. Dude. And the, the song itself is. The way it progresses. Gotta be one of the cutest songs I've ever heard in my life. It's so. But, but it progresses so sadly. It definitely does. Bro. Okay, so in one of the verses, he puts. Uh, he says, you know. And the law don't ever come back here, and I reckon they don't try. I just put some beer on ice. Let's just dance for a moment or two. Mm-hmm. And then he keeps saying that throughout the entire song until the last time he says it. And he says, I just put some beer on ice, and tonight I'm dancing for two. And he, and he keeps saying, oh, I didn't saying, even notice that. How did you not get bro. that, bro? I, Damn. I'm dancing for two yes. instead of yes. with. Oh. So, exactly. so throughout the entire oh. throughout the entire song, he keeps Mikoro saying, song. yes, he just keeps saying, let's <laughs> fucking dance idiot. for a moment Jesus or two. Don't worry. Pendejo, stupido, idiota. Fucking dumb, bro. I even got that. Bro, did you even listen to the album? He's <laughs> all faded over there. I knew that. I fucking heard it. <laughs> I'm a little bit fucked up. Not no, that whiskey, bro. Bro, bro the way the song, the, no, just the way the song progresses, it just gets sadder and sadder, like uh, up until the end. It's just like heartbreaking, mm-hmm. and it's fuck dancing. He's a storyteller, bro. Yeah, four. I didn't see the four. And he also so when he has the first <sighs> verse, or when yes. he has a, when he says the hook the very first time, he says. 
I lost faith in the world a long time ago. Right. And it ends after that. Okay. The second time he sings it, he says, I lost faith in the world a long time ago, but he follows up with, my blood rushed to the heart. You were my last hope. Ugh. After right. already establishing that they didn't work out, you know? Right. And uh, like like Keenan said, that progression, just one line, one line or two, and just a slight little adjustment just fucking changes Elevates the tone. Elevates it so much. Yeah. I do want to say... I hate the way he fucking pronounces St. Louis. I don't know why he says St. Louis. And he does the same thing on El Dorado. El Dorado. Goes, but that's how El you're Dorado. supposed to say it. El Dorado. That's how you're supposed to Shut say it. Shut up. That's a lie. In Kansas, that's how that's how the Kansas. Are you from Kansas? Well, we're from Nuevo Mexico, and we <laughs> know. He's from well, Oklahoma. He ain't from Kansas. I know, but Kansasians said <laughs> it's pronounced L fucking whatever fucking dumbo whatever. Those fools are racist, dog. dog. Don't listen to them, <laughs> bro. They're a bunch of tontos, but that's how they pronounce El Dorado. It. I, I come promise. on, they literally it said, it said it in the lyrics. That shit had you're me gonna tight. You're when gonna I heard it. some people that say, "Don't let door hit you where the Lord split you." No, yeah, come on. I don't listen to people that say that shit. Well, I'm flexible, so you can hit me wherever. <laughs> you are not flexible. No, I'm not. No, yeah. I am a board. A board. I am a two by four, <laughs> bro. Oh, but fuck, no, fuck. summer, summertime's clothes. Well, I've had cold and humid mornings on city streets and back porches, but I never breathe a breath of fresh, breathe a breath as fresh as you, bro. And I've seen children playing on coastal lines, under the white lines atop the blue tides. But I never baptize in water as cool as you. Fuck. <laughs> that just adds to the sadness of the song, bro. I'm saying, man. Bro. Jesus. How, Dude, this that's dude's... like sad, but also like some of the cutest shit I've ever heard. If, if somebody said, hey, yo, I've never been in waters as cool as you. Bitch, what? <laughs> I, what? Bro, my head would be spinning like a top, bro. My, bro, my Maduba Oblingata would be turned upside down. You know what I'm saying? Like, this bitch got me tweaking. So, I don't know. Zach Bryan, I s- salute you, brother. <laughs> Again, it just goes like... <laughs> I didn't know how to bring it back. Out of that. Dude, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Saying, he's going off, bro. And I'm, I'm like, sorry, dude. I'm oh, sorry. How the fuck do I bring it back to this? I know, no, it's great. That mean. I'm like, it's oh, it's great content. Trust me. Something. But I'll say something. God I'm, damn. Don't listen to me. Don't it's listen fucking, to me. I'm going to stop talking. That was better than the Zach Bryan's poem, bro. It might be. God. Where they put sugar in their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, that's so good. Again, his, storytell- his storytelling is unmatched. Unmatched. Oh, unmatched. Like, you just get immediately get put into this man's shoes and you just like instantly feel his heartbreak mm-hmm. and you know whether he's a piece of shit or not i don't know but <laughs> his heartbreak is real oh he'd be he'd he be chitting on his women bro he 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 has some mistresses what for we sure got here what tell us something oh well, i was on reddit you know as as you know i do <laughs> whenever i'm very uh invested in an album i look up the reddit lore and uh, yeah, this dude be cheating on his chicks, but then you look into his old music and his older songs. There's like, yeah, bro, like if I wasn't a mama's boy, I'd fucking punch your car and I'd just leave you right now. Like, really? Not verbatim, but pretty close, you know? Yeah, he he is not afraid to let you know. Like he says in the first song or in the in the poem, he says, 
what I'm distasteful. Uh, basically, saying I'm distasteful to every person I meet. Like he I'm is, unhinged, unworthy, and and distasteful to mostly everyone I meet. Yes, he he is not afraid to tell the world that he is not perfect, which actually ties in with the Luminaire song. You yeah. know, what does he say? If you want perfect, then I'm gonna fail every time. Yep. You know. Yep. He he's not afraid to admit that he's kind of a piece of shit, but you know, I mean, but like not a piece of shit, but more of like, I am a flawed human being, right? And this is who I am. You fuck with it, cool. Let's rock. We'll fucking have a party, whatever, whatever. Mm. But if you don't fuck with it, cool. We'll rock. <laughs> I'm gonna do whatever, whatever, and you could do whatever, whatever uh-huh. on your own. But I'ma still do me, and I and I fuck with that energy, because it's not like, at least I don't know, I don't know how you guys feel, but do you guys get like any sense of like arrogance from this man? I don't. I think, I, hum- I think it's more humbleness, actually. I, it's yeah. it's super humble mm-hmm. to admit that you're a fuck up and a cunt, yeah. and still be yourself. But he says it. He says it in a he's, he does in a, say in a non convoluted way. Like, yeah, it's very matter of fact. It's matter of fact. Like, yeah, there's some yeah. people like I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm real as shit, G. And I'm like, dude, you're right. You're coming off like a dick. He doesn't yeah. do it like that. They, yeah, that's exactly my point. Is that he's not coming across as as somebody who who likes to be a dick. Who likes like, to be a dick? It's his. He just I acknowledges am it. Who I am, yeah, he acknowledges which is it. Is a dick, but that's not all I am. I'm not just a dick. I'm almost. I'm also a mama's boy, and I'll also love you like the morning dew, and the fucking I'll make you wet like the summer breeze or whatever the fuck. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Well, in um in East Side of Sorrow, he talks about that how he, Ugh, how he that oh, fucking song, dude. How he was young started. and angry, and how mm-hmm. he literally joined the military, and he had like no idea what he was gonna do with his anger because it was just like building, building up. up. Eighteen years old, full of hate. They shift me in a motorcade. They said, boy, you're going to fight a war. You don't even know what you're fighting for. I lost friends in the August heat. At night, it was God I'd always meet. I said, Lord, why don't you bring me home? I got women in the West. I want to hold. Women. Women, not a woman. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did he say woman? No, he says says women. Okay, okay, he does say women. Okay, okay, okay. Plural. Okay. Oh, I mean, when you're that handsome, I don't blame him. So mega country star, bro. You see that jawline (laughs) on the album cover, (laughs) (laughs) bro, bro, that album cover, bro, that fucking sliced throats with that fucking jawline. How sharp that shit is. That whole sharp as hell. That shit looked like an isosceles triangle on his fucking (laughs) dope piece. That was holding his breath, bro. He said, Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Sucking in. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry up, hurry up. He said. (laughs) They put him in a Vita chamber all fucking sucking all the oxygen out of the room. God damn. Uh, All right, gentlemen. Are you guys uh, ready to talk about the saddest fucking song in this entire goddamn album? El Dorado? (laughs) I mean... No. (laughs) Motherfucking Jake's Piano slash Long Island, bitch. Oh, yeah. Dog over tourniquet. Tur- See, that song is like kind of cute in a way, cause like he's all tourniquet. Yeah, he's all baby. I'll tie you down. Like I got uh, you. I got you. You know, you know you, you're kind of a fuck up, but you know, so am I. So I'll, I'll fucking 
tie you down like a tourniquet, bitch. You know. <laughs> but Jake's piano, bro. Those keys. This two for one oh. song. And it's the longest mm-hmm. song on the album. Like fuck, dude. I'm crying at the first half. Wow. Like I can't. I just can't. You could literally hear the pain in his voice. It is literally palpable on some of these lines that he delivers. Like truly, truly, truly a great talent. The first half is about his mother's passing. And then, then the second half is essentially how he deals with it. It's so fucking heart-wrenching, bro. Mm-hmm. What does he say? He said, and Lord, I've been trying to smile like you told me. Laugh like the old me. It comes out all wrong. The best part of you are here, but you are still gone. And I still tie that double knot, the one you taught, that gets caught in the banks. The best part of you are here, but you still ain't. Fuck, dude. What does that mean? That means that all the shit that his mom taught him, he's still practicing. You know, her her essence, her values, her morals are still there. But she isn't, bro. Mm -hmm. Dude. Dude, like, how many of you can relate to your mother, like, showing you this is how you cook enchiladas or or this is how you fucking, uh, fucking do some fucking bullshit, whatever, right? And you're like, okay, now I know how to do this bullshit. And who the fuck taught me? My motherfucking mom, bro. Or just... If, if you're not close to your mom, your grandma, anybody or else. just anybody, right? <laughs> yeah. But it, it does hit more when it's your mom, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's no other love like your mom's love, you know what I mean? Like, and I'll, I'll always stand by that. Like, I think a mom's prayers, like, I think God hears mom's prayers more than anybody else's because I think a mother's love is stronger than any other love ever. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, that's just the facts. Like, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't deny that, bro, because I've seen it with my own two eyes. My mom herself, like, anyways, <laughs> this shit, bro, Damn. like he talks about his mom in such a way and it just, it breaks my fucking heart, bro. It literally breaks my fucking heart. Like, <sighs> and it's crazy because it's just that one verse. That's all it is mm-hmm. in Jake's piano. Cause this song is, uh, it's like a two parter. Yeah. It's split up first half being Jake's piano, second half being Long Island. And like, that's the most Im- that's it. Like that's the verse. You yeah. Okay, dog. Yeah. Just fuck, dude. This song gets. Yeah, Zach Bryan hitting, bro. <laughs> was about to cry. Zach Bryan hitting. Let it out, baby. Song, Let it out. It's, it's too real, bro. It's too real. Like it yeah. just. I don't know. It makes me sad, bro. Oh yeah. You know, and how we were talking about gospel influence earlier. The fucking uh, that um, the church the church organs playing yes. in the background of that first verse just. It sets that mood perfectly too. It definitely uh, accentuates the the oh, feelings, yeah. you know, that he's trying to that that he's conveying in that first in that first verse. And then especially so because in the second half, it's it's a lot more energetic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which would mirror like the person's reaction. You know, when you're talking about your mother and shit, you're like you're sad or whatever. And then when you talk about yourself. You, you have the ability to let loose a little bit. And, and I think the music reflects that with right. like the upper, Jeez. like more upbeat songs, like the guitars a little more, you know, harmonious and shit. Like there's just more energy, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? In the second half. Right. And I think 
but it's also it it lends to like his like erraticness in a way because he's like fuck dude like i'm just like getting drunk as fuck trying to like forget about the pain or whatever and like because the second half is more you know like loosey-goosey i i think that that plays such a big part in like the lyrical side of it you know what i mean because right. it's like it's showing that like yes i'm able to be still you know silly or whatever but all of this is just a front like none of this shit is real like i like i don't care if it's two days or i don't care if it's two hours two days two weeks two months or two years my mother died bro and I and I will still feel that pain and loss of my parent, no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter fucking what. And I'm able to play the part in the second half, but that first half is who I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He just. I don't know if you guys know this, but Zach Ryan's kind of good, bro. He's kind of good. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. He's kind of good. Yeah, you're doing something nice. He's, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I I definitely uh, I definitely appreciated the first half of the song. Because mm-hmm. the second half, um, it was like I get it. You know, he's trying to mourn the loss of his mom, and he's trying to get over it by yeah. going to the bars and getting drunk. And you know, it was kind of cool because it referenced the chorus. You know, I finally quit smoking cigarettes, and I don't go downtown drinking until it's dawn. Mm-hmm. And then the best parts of you are here, but you're still gone. Yeah. And so, like, I do appreciate how all that ties in together. Um, and. I don't know if like it was his plan all along to just like kind of like make it like a pick me up towards the end of this one, but um, I don't know. It just kind of threw me off still because it just kind of like hits you. It, that that first half just hits you, and then the second half, like I don't know. I feel like he just tries to bring it back, and I don't know. I just couldn't. I don't know. He brought you so down that you couldn't get <laughs> yeah. picked back up. <laughs> yeah, and, like song. I get what he was trying to do there, and like that's why he made it into like this little two parter. But I just couldn't. It was just, like, all weird to me. Hmm. I, I didn't know how to, like, really take it. So I kind of found myself skipping this last half. Oh. So I know we memed it earlier because of the whole African bullfrog shit. <laughs> I fuck with Smaller Axe. I think Smaller Axe is amazing. I like that it has this cool lo-fi feel to it. We were talking about it earlier before the podcast, and it definitely sets the tone as it, you know kind of setting you in the um it puts you like in the situation as if you were sitting around a campfire listening to him play this you know there's a lot of ambiance to it the fuzziness adds to it um i love his harmonies on the hook like this one feels very passionate one of the most passionate i would say on the album i mean yeah the bullfrog the bird whatever the fuck it is yeah i mean it couldn't be a, a little obnoxious you know i it's i don't very think very obnoxious all right well let's not get ahead of ourselves but no nah, bro it's not <laughs> it's not even like turned down halfway like it's louder it's, than it's, him. it's loud you know what you know what i don't like is that it was playing in a pattern if it was a little bit more sporadic mm-hmm. then it would make sense but once you start like he'll sing a verse Croak. and then it goes couple bars Croak. croak and then it's like well okay now it's kind of like it doesn't feel like, like that it, yes exactly you're anticipating it and it's yeah. just like you know when it's gonna come in and it's like oh come on because it's a really great song True. god i love but, the song and what sucks too is it's at the end it's like right at the yeah. end so like it's going good and it's just like i can't even reenact it mm-hmm. do it isaac yeah it's like, are we just doing fucking uh, growls now. <laughs> 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 
breeze. I fuck with it. I mean, I, I do think the pattern of it gets kind of obnoxious, but I love the addition of it. Again, you could have thrown crickets in the background. You could have done something, but this noise is so loud. Yeah. All right. That, I get it. 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 Just, I get it. It's bad because, like you said, it does get to the part where, like, you're anticipating it now. And so, like, even even if it doesn't play, you're still, like, hearing it in your head because you are anticipating it. Yeah. And it just kind of messes it up. Yeah. And it's it's weird because the song goes great, and then it's just, like, a vibe kill. <laughs> Uh, I think Oklahoma Sun was a fun way to end it. What what a nice send off too, and like, I don't, did we say it on the pod? I don't remember if we did, but how it borrows the chords from the first track. You did. It, it was on the pod. Okay, because ladies and gentlemen, we'd be talking about this shit before, and sometimes <laughs> I forget whether we've said it or not. Did I say this before we fucking recorded? I don't remember, but it borrows that same chord. Of, or like the same chord progression, progression from the first track. And I thought that was kind of redundant, but you guys changed my mind on it. It's it's a full circle moment, you know, and Isaac, you said it perfectly. You know, the first track is all about being fearful and it's taking risks, but, you know, the, the fear kind of overriding it. Or maybe not overriding it, but being a huge uh, influence being aware um, of the fear yeah 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 and letting it control you I guess to a certain extent whereas Oklahoma Sun is being like fully conquering it you know and pushing past it and progressing and especially since he's an Oklahoma boy Oklahoma Sun you know what I exactly. mean like he's like embracing his roots and mm-hmm. and like and like fully embracing like where he was from and shit like that like yeah. it, there's no other way that this album could have ended mm-hmm. except for Oklahoma Sun true I would agree He's the old uh, Oki boy, he says. You know, Oki boy. <laughs> so what way to go out that's, then? That's within like what the first like six lines, I think. Yeah. So yeah. like, what way to go out then? You know, talking about, you know, who you are and where you're from. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so yep. I, th- I, I think that just says a lot, and it's just, um, it's very, uh, I don't know the right word for it, but like, I don't know. It just makes it come off as like a small town boy. Like doing his thing, even though clearly, like, because where's he? I think he's from Tulsa, right? Because he yeah. mentions Tulsa a lot. I'm pretty sure it's Tulsa. And, and so, um, it just gives off like the small town vibes, like just very humble, and like this is who I am, this is where I'm from. So I think it's like the a great way to to send off the album like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think with that, we're gonna wrap up our review of Zach Bryan. We're gonna give you our overall thoughts, top three tracks, and overall score. Marco, start us off. So, uh, top three tracks would be uh, um, High Roller, probably my number one. Um, and then I Remember Everything. And probably... It's a hard list. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I mean, to narrow it down, I'm only looking at the first half, to be honest. You don't fuck with the second half? Not as much, no. Um, probably going to do The East Side of Sorrow. Which we never even touched on. Yeah, I don't fuck with that song. What? Nah. Hater. You're crazy. Hater. Uh, I'll give you a solid 8 out of 10, to be honest. Really yeah. good. Really good. Yeah, I'm probably going to revisit this, to be honest. Okay, so um, I, I wasn't expecting to like this as much as I did, personally. Oh, hell yeah. Um, You know, just uh, from the few songs that I have heard from the past, you know, 
it, it's it's hard to say like whether or not I was gonna like the full project or not. But this man is taking over this genre um, with force. I feel like because I mean we even just talked to uh, we talked to a friend before the podcast and she, even she said that you know Zach Bryan's just kind of blowing up oh, now mm-hmm. you know whether it's just this album putting him on or what but um, you know we said earlier with like the whole justified arrogance thing he's reaching yeah. out to a lot of people and I think that's really cool and I think that's um you know even this is a genre that we don't you know primarily listen to all the time I think it's awesome to see this one person. Um, you know, not carrying the genre, but just, you know, promoting it as much as he has been and, you know, touching everybody. Um, again, whether you're a fan or not, like there is something that we all related to within this album and none of us listen to stuff like this. So I think that's really cool. Um, so yeah, this album definitely uh, caught me by surprise. Um, I am excited to go dive into his, uh, his discography now because I'm just curious to see like the change in the progression that he's made. And then I'm curious to see what he releases, you know, in the future. This man just released a tour today. So let's see if, uh, I don't think we're on it. No. Are we in the so. area? Denver and Phoenix. Six hours. Yeah, Fuck it. Bad. Fuck it. Fuck it. Shout out Tony. I, I would travel. Hey. I would travel to go see him. He is, yeah. he is very good. He's, um, he's, yeah. You know what? That just says a lot because this one album sold. This one album sold me. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that being said, um, nothing but great things. Um, the only few you know problems I had with it were a couple songs there, and they weren't even they weren't even bad songs. It was just songs that I just I just skipped because I felt like you know they all started to sound the same. I think we all had that problem. Um, but other than that, this album beginning to end is damn near perfect um top three tracks oh i remember everything summertime's close spotless and fear and friday's poem overall score i gotta get an 8.5 oh right on the verge another eight holy shit i'm with keenan i didn't expect to like this as much as i did This is one of the most pleasant surprises I've had in a very long time with any album. Um, Just to get very, just to get the few negatives out of the way, I do think that it is a little too long. It's just over an hour, I think, uh, which isn't terribly long. And I do think it goes by kind of fast, but I do think. You know, there were some songs we could have done without. I'm not huge on El Dorado, uh, <laughs> whatever it is. The meaning of it was sincere. Yes. But I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I'm really revisiting that one. Um, Tradesmen. Tradesmen can go. I, I'm not I'm not huge on that one. Um, and honestly, even uh, East Side of Sorrow, I, I wasn't huge on that one either. East Side of Sorrow just had like that, like legacy church, like a mega church <laughs> vibe to it, and I, I fuck with the message. I don't fuck with the sound. Um, but even those negatives, that doesn't mean that any of this is bad. It's just not necessarily my taste. Um, you know, if it's playing in the background, it's fine. Uh, but the positives are fucking out the window, dude. I mean, great performer, great lyricist, production on this entire thing is amazing. 
Guest features were insane. Every single guest showed the fuck out for this. Um, I do like that he has a big folk influence because I think it reaches out to not only the country fans, but also the people who don't listen to country. Like that folk sound translates. It's more accessible. Yeah, it's very accessible and it translates very well to a bigger audience, you know. Um, and I think that's definitely one of the things that I like about it. I think that's one of the big positives that made me, you know, really like this album is the folk sound is just super fucking cool. And for a big mainstream artist to be doing that is really, really fucking cool. Um, I'm with you guys. I'm really excited to see what comes from him in the future. Wish you came to Albuquerque cause fucking all these other jabronis are coming through. I'm not trying to see Darius Rucker, but whatever, dude. I, hey, Woody I, and the Blowfish, what do you mean? Uh, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be through at some time. You'll, you'll catch the cast there for sure. Uh, top three tracks for me are going to be number three, Holy Roller. Uh, number two, Fear and Fridays. The song. I'm going to sick. I'm going to leave the poem as uh interlude. Yeah. The intro. Well, no, I was going to say as a honorable mention, but oh, excuse me, sir. You know, if you want to add these fucking tags and these all everything else to it, I don't know. It, it's amazing. When I first listened to this album, I couldn't stop listening to it. I repeated it all the way. And I repeated it before I even got to overtime, like four or five times. I couldn't even get through the album when I first listened to it. Fear and Friday's poem is amazing. I mean, maybe I should swap it. I don't know. Fear and Friday's, the poem and the song interchange it for honorable mention and song number two it works both ways but number one all the way summertime's close summertime's close is by far my favorite song in this album and i will give it a 8.5 well what can i say can you add more onto perfection i don't think you can can you can words describe the emotions that this man elicits I don't think they can. You could certainly try. You know, you could certainly say, hey, like, you know, this album made me feel X, Y, and Z, you know, but nothing will ever truly encapsulate that feeling, that gut feeling that you get in your heart when you listen to some of these songs for the first time. And the, the, I mean, speaking from personal experience, the fucking water that you get in your eyes, the tears that start to envelop the the swelling of the of the sorrow that you feel when this man fucking speaks and and lays his whole heart out it makes you want to lay your whole heart out it makes you want to be a better man it makes you want to be you know that man's man you know not not necessarily in a machismo way you know and and more of just a straightforward honest cut and dry way you know what i mean i'm not saying that i want to be a man in in the sense that i need to control everything or whatever whatever but a man is a man when they have to take care of somebody and they do it in the way that that person needs and zach bryan tells the story of a man who is fighting to be the man that he needs to be and i love that i'm so thankful that that man has made music that allows other men to feel uh worthy i guess you know like i don't know this this shit made me feel better about myself you know this shit made me feel like i need to 
not only did it make me feel better about myself, but it also kind of put me in check and made me want to be a better man. You know what I'm saying? Be more honest. Be more faithful. Be more truthful. Be Take more responsibility. Just, just be a man, bro. Be a fucking man. And Zach Bryan makes man fucking music. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's not man music in terms of like, oh, women can't listen to it. But it, it's Beat just... Down. It, it's... <laughs> All them whammy and all they do is bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, it's music that that matures you, that makes you want to do better, be better for the people that you want to do better and be better for. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that this man is only 28 years old, he is my age, and he is saying the things that sometimes I wish I could have said or or do the things that I wish I could have done. But he's not only living that life, but he's also singing about it and and doing it in a way that is communicative to millions, to his audience of millions. Like, there, th- that's a special kind of talent. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, I love, and when I say I love, I mean I love <laughs> Ants from Up There. Oh. I think that's one of the greatest albums of all time. Shout out Black Country New Road. That shit was devastating, heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching, whatever, whatever. But like it didn't it it didn't elicit a reaction. It it didn't elicit a call to action. Mm-hmm. Zach Bryan elicits a call to action. Zach Bryan says, "Hey, I'm making music for the fools who need to step the fuck up. If you're going to listen to my music, you need to step the fuck up." And I and I and I fuck with that. I'm trying my best to be my best, but Zach Bryan makes me want to be better than my best. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't know. I just appreciate him. I appreciate his music. I think he is a wonderful musician. I think this album was great. Uh, I know I just went on this big old spiel and I just barely started <laughs> talking about the goddamn album. That's my bad. That's my bad. Oh, that's why we kept you last. But I'm, I'm sorry. I'm dragging this on. Let's keep it, you know, short and sweet. This man is a one of a kind and I just appreciate him and I'm thankful that he makes music that makes me want to be a better person. Not a lot of music does that and I think that deserves to be recognized, appreciated, and praised. So thank you, Zach Bryan. Thank you for all you've done. Uh, top three tracks have to be... If I were to list them in order, I would probably say Jake's Piano, three. Holy Roller, Mm. number two. I Remember Everything, number one. And Fear and Fridays is like the sneaky link that nobody knows about. But when you play that hoe, that shit fucking hits no matter what. And I don't give a fuck. And... I just love that song so much. So, no, I lied. Top four. Fuck you. Top four. <laughs> Doubts four. I remember everything is still number one, though. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I give this album a nine out of ten. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I thought you were going to give this a perfect ten. We have yet to reach the elusive ten. I thought this was it, but... Damn, still, something needs to be better than this? It needs to be a fucking perfect-ass album. Oh, man. It's not perfect, but it's damn near. It's close. Damn it could, near. If it was shorter, probably. 
Yeah. If it was shorter and mm, guess everything really else it. was perfect. So, yeah, yeah, I guess that's it. Really? No, no bullfrog, maybe? <laughs> maybe no bullfrog. Maybe no Alaskan <laughs> bullfrog. You, no, you no, keep no. that fucker in his own lane, you know, man. You put a little crickets and say, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yep. That is going to wrap up our review of Zach Bryan's self-titled Zach Bryan. I am so fucking glad. We didn't mention it at the top, but this was kind of a collective you know, uh, pick. pick. Yeah. Th- this wasn't anybody's one pick, but we just saw the hype and decided we need to get to it. Hey, the masses, I think they know what the fuck's going on sometimes, man. Th- this is an album that deserves all the praise. Um, I never thought that I would have a country album, maybe cracking my top 10, even top 15. Here we are, bro. Here we are. We're going to see where this shit lands in December and a couple months away, but Thank you guys for listening. I always fucking forget to mention it, but catch our pot or uh, catch our playlist on Spotify, the Treehouse Treatment for all of our music recommendations. I said I would get better at that about ten episodes ago, and I still haven't. I'm gonna do but it. You're one trying. Day. You're trying. I'm That's trying my hardest. <laughs> Good for you. So any recommendations we've had from episode one all the way up until now is gonna be at the Treehouse Treatment. Uh, all of our longtime listeners, thank you guys for being so patient with us and still sticking around. All the new listeners, thank you. We hope you enjoy the episodes. Shout out, gang, 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 baby. Oh, I, uh, what's his other fucking? Is it is that the Ovan? Yeah, gang, 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 gang. I don't know. Either way, thank you guys. <laughs> Please uh, follow us on Instagram at the Underground Treehouse Pod. Uh, every now and then we'll have some uh, conversations that, you know, just some random topics that we'll like to discuss. But we also like to get the listeners and the followers perspectives. So anytime we have uh, an open ended question, we're going to ask it on the uh, Instagram and any updates is going to be on the Instagram. That's going to be our the main way to keep up with our schedule. And and please, if, if you guys want to reach out to us, you know, whether it's a compliment, a critique, something, let us know. We, we are open to, you know, any sort of feedback. We would love to hear it. Um, I mean, you know, we're still humans. You know, treat us with respect. Don't be a cunt about it. You know, don't say some fucking bullshit. But if you think we could improve on something, let us know. If you think we're doing something good, let us know. If you'd like to hear from us and and do other things in a certain way let us know if you'd like to hear different you know ideas and topics let us know just yes just talk to us nice we'll talk to you nice back exactly that's all it is it's simple as that we love all you and uh yeah i think that's it thank you guys for listening that's it bye (laughs) bye